welcome back to the Let's Call Nothing podcast, where we discuss all things fangirl. Thanks, Repo, for joining in. Oh, by the way. <laughs> I was going to. I was thinking about it, and then it just didn't come out my mouth. <laughs> so, I'm Caitlin. I'm Peyton. And I'm Reba. And we are your resident fangirls what is it that people say is that it i think no i i don't know i mean we're not oh we sound old when we <laughs> I, <laughs> right now i'm not with the youngsters <laughs> anymore i kept on like tucking my shirt in uh-huh. like into my like cute high-waisted jean shorts the ball and i was like y'all do i look gen z now and they're like are you not and i was like you see here <laughs> i'm what we call a cusper and they're like okay eh. just i'm old yeah. lame evidently apparently Anyway, why I was gonna why go was off I talking of, in my shirt? No, <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to um, make commentary about our generational gaps and stuff. And oh, that that's all. a whole other discussion. I know. That's why I was like, okay, yeah. big yeah. bag to keep open. It, keep it, keep it, <laughs> keep it out. You see. Okay. So we are back. We are about to start a new season. Um, we'll talk about what that is maybe in a little bit. Okay. Maybe you just tell me when. Just. Nod and wink, and I'll be like, why are you doing that? Wink three times in your right ear and like, twice I in think- your right ear. Now, so, in the little thing that you sent us. Oh, yeah, put that on there. It should be after catch-up and current faves, because then we can go into true crime and mystery, and then our thing. Reba is defined by a list. 11 a.m. Caitlin was really thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of her. Okay, so... We're back. It's summertime. Summertime's almost over. Not quite. No, it's, it's over for me. No, it's over. It's not over. I have two weeks. I'm sorry. <laughs> are you still sweating like under or like in every orifice of your you're body? Like underneath your boobs. <laughs> and I don't got a lot going on right there. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Like if you're sweating under your boobs, it's still summer. But no. I have I'm, a blanket on me right now. Like I'm good. It's still summer. Speaking of, we <laughs> sat outside for lunch today, and we really shouldn't have. I've been outside the past four weeks. So. As y'all know, we live in the south, <laughs> and it's too hot. It's too hot. We were hitting like 100 degrees some days, and I was like, Lord, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of here. <laughs> no, no, no. Not hitting 100 degrees. The heat index Next. was, oh, in, it was like 108. Yeah. 110, 111, yeah. and it's like, Damn. It was fine, and then it wasn't raining for a while, and I was like, "Dude, where's the rain?" I know. And then it stormed. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to dance in it, but it was thundering and lightning, and I was like, "Dang!" So we're gonna do what we love to do. Whenever we get together, we're gonna talk about our current favorites. So we haven't talked since the beginning of May. What yeah, it's been into? a hot socket. <laughs> what y'all into? All right. So I work full time during the summer. Same. So I don't have, like, a whole bunch of free time to, like, sit and watch, like, a lot of things. It's not Ladybug and Cat Noir, um, <laughs> which is actually a kind of decent show. I mean, it's a remake of Sailor Moon, essentially, but my kids didn't get the didn't get that. I made them watch one episode of Sailor Moon, by the way. <laughs> they hated it. Um, <laughs> I know. And it's literally almost the same thing. Says me, who's also never seen it, so... I've seen a couple episodes. Not a fan. <laughs> She's so whiny. That's the point. She's a big crybaby. <laughs> yeah. She becomes tougher over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin's like, when? <laughs> it takes. A, I think it takes a few I'm not seasons. Into all that, anyway. So yeah, I've seen every episode of Ladybug and Cat Noir. It's out in English, but that's beside the point. I also have been getting. I found a new show, a new reality TV show, or two. Oh actually. boy, ones from TLC. Of yeah. course. <laughs> you want to hear the name of it? It's yeah. glorious. 
I love a mama's boy. <gasps> no! Yes! And you just sit there and you're like, why are these girls going through this? Because these women are awful and the, the boys just like put up with it. And then like, she's supposed to just grin and bear it. <laughs> I don't know what could like make someone want to subject themselves to that. You mean like, watching it or? Uh, no. I understand the appeal watching it. <laughs> I wouldn't. But I watch some strange things anyway. Going through that. Like, yeah, yeah, it's awful. I could not do it. Um, I did, but I couldn't do it again. Um, it's really bad because there's one um, Pakistani family and she's mad that I think she's Pak. No, I think she is Pakistan. I don't know. Anyway, somewhere in that region. And she's mad that her son is dating a Korean woman because she's not from their culture and she just hates her because that's her son and like she's literally obsessed with her son Mm, so arranged marriage culture yes yeah and um so that's one of them you need to watch it at least the first episode i have my mom hooked on it because i was like you want to watch this you've got to watch this (laughs) she loves it um and she usually hates tlc reality shows that i watch (laughs) the second one is called snowflake mountain and this just come out on netflix and it's where they take these uh people from our ages that are very entitled and spoiled and they put them out in a uh in the wilderness and teach them how to survive oh boy (laughs) i can imagine how that went they don't go too hard though like i wish they would go out like really hard like the first night like make them build their own shelter make them find their own food like they find like supplies drop-offs instead of like going out and hunting their own food or foraging for berries or something because my mean ass that's what i would do <laughs> yeah horrible game maker <laughs> it would be I was like, like honestly they should just make them live as if they had no money like a normal everyday life but <laughs> no it's so funny because like you got to survive out in the wilderness and they're like they do like one little thing and they're like man this is so difficult and i'm like could you imagine if they actually just left you out there and made you do (laughs) all this all of this like i don't know it's like naked and uh, afraid yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah or like alone or something like that like they would not survive and i know that but that would be part of the appeal of the show Um, (laughs) true hunger games (laughs) maybe that's my problem i always said if i was ever a girl scout leader that I would just drop my children, like my kids, off in the wilderness and be like, "Find your way, <laughs> survive." And this is why you never became a Girl Scout leader. This is why. Yeah. This is why I'll give them a pocket knife, a tarp, and, and a lighter. That's all they need at the whole ripe old age of eight years old. <laughs> our, our listeners will be very concerned. I just want to be Ron Swanson. Leave me alone. As someone who has to like not do that but like (laughs) give the tools and say nothing else and step away to like older girl scouts Mm -hmm. no (laughs) i mean i know it wouldn't work realistically but it's hilarious in my mind anyway back on more serious things so i've been into true crime yeah as of late um (laughs) i mean yeah i've always been into true crime but i haven't really been picking up documentaries and watching Except for recently. Um, That's because not a lot of good documentaries are out there. You would have thought. <laughs> so I made Reba Blueberry Jelly, which I forgot to bring her today. I was going to text you and tell you to bring it too, and <laughs> I, I forgot. forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Um, but while I was Reba making it, no, till now. 
Yeah. I was making that and then listening to like documentaries. So I'll listen to one on Elisa Lamb that was on Netflix. Just type in Elisa Lamb, you'll find it. It's like Yeah, the I vanishing. want to watch that, but also like that whole thing gives me the heebie jeebies watching the videos. So Well they're weird, but Yeah. Well, um this really ties everything in together and you're like, Oh, it's not as much of a mystery as we always thought it was. So, you know, because they, they don't really give you the full details like online, but well, yeah, they through, want to make it like that. <laughs> through the documentary, it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. I won't say anything else on that. And also, I've been on the Mormons here lately. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I want to watch the, the documentaries about them on Netflix, but I haven't. Oh, they're so good. Okay, so the first one <laughs> is Murder Among the Mormons. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. It's really good. You need to watch it. Like, I love white collar crime. Let me put that out there. I love white collar crime. <laughs> you like listening about white collar crime i can't speak white collar crime white collar crime our new podcast name it's french anyway (laughs) (laughs) um i do get excited thinking about the possibility of me pulling off these grand things like after you leave your girl scout troop in the woods (laughs) yes yes to create a story about this now (laughs) Y'all should know this by now. <laughs> should never expect anything to happen. Um, and everything to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Expect nothing except everything. Except <laughs> or accept. Are we already it's really drunk? Like <laughs> no, expect nothing except everything. everything. But which except are we talking about? EX or ACC? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Good slogan. I'm, yeah. That's your next t-shirt. T-shirt. Yes, please. <laughs> I want to do a jewel heist. Um, what? <laughs> a jewel heist, like scale building. I thought you meant like the. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna steal all the jewel pods in the <laughs> Great North American. I'm so tired. <laughs> region. That my four weeks in the wilderness did nothing good for my brain. Barely <laughs> not. I can build a fire though. With a lighter. Or with wood. Matches. With matches. And wood. You can do a friction fire? No, you need wood for the fire. I meant I meant doing a frick a friction you fire. You need tender kindling and fuel. There friction are three fire. things you need for a fire. Friction fire. Fuel. A spark no, no, and with, oxygen. No, with wood. <laughs> you have to add wood with the match. Thank you, Caitlin. No, I can't start a fire. <laughs> I was just imagining. I think I am. That's, God? that's why I was like, Caitlin? My Caitlin can start a friction fire? I just confused jewel heist for jewel heist. <laughs> I'm going to do that too. <laughs> Get through the rest of this episode. Rita's crying. <laughs> She's crying. I keep throwing my paper <laughs> in the floor. For reasons. Oh. <laughs> I'm giving away all anyway, my secrets the, tonight. The murder of, among the Mormons. <laughs> it's it's white collar crime. Yeah. There's bombings involved. Yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. All of the Mormons. That yeah. makes sense. Utah. If you're from Salt Lake City, then cool. All of the Mormons. Yeah. Um. Hi, Stephanie. Anyway, so. <laughs> Stephanie always comes back to us (laughs) I found the like keep sweet pray and obey which is like the fundamentalist that's a good documentary too creepy as hell but good there's the girl in the picture 
which I think was just released on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, what is that one about again? Okay, so I'm not going to go Wrong into full detail, but... No, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm not going to go into full detail, because, like, that's so good. You need to watch it for yourself. Like, me, I made mom watch it last night, and she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah, I know. But anyway, they find this stripper that's allegedly hit by a car. Oh, wait. You said that. I think I, I, think I know. And she remember. dies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Turns out her name's not her name, and that's as much as I'm going to go into. Like an episode of SVU. But they would have to stretch this out into a whole f***ing season. It's that crazy. There's also a um, dramatic retelling of a murder that happened in like the 80s, like early 80s, um, called Candy with Jessica Biel, which I did not know they could make Jessica Biel look like that. Just go watch it. It's really good, too. Wait, what is that on? It's on Hulu. Okay. I was like, I think I knew about this. Yeah, it's good. It's a limited series. That's as much as I'm going to get into it by that. Or, no, I'm not. She murders... <laughs> <laughs> she, Liar! <laughs> she murders this woman, like, with an, a hatchet or something, an axe, and, like... Lizzie Borden? <laughs> I mean, pretty much, like, the 47 wax, I'm pretty sure that woman got. In cold blood. In cold blood. From the beginning of it, you don't know why this is going on. Like, what happened? Why she did it? Was it in self-defense? watch it honestly i've had very limited things i've gotten into because i really don't remember most of may or june um <laughs> um well i got back into studying korean so on the duolingo app which we already talked about this off recording so uh <laughs> caitlin didn't realize it was like the hunger games for foreign language <laughs> i thought you were just learning languages on there i wish <laughs> it's a heavy competition it is very heavy competition, and it's very lonely at the top <laughs> would it be on top no. well i didn't know until i was googling about the tournament thing that there's a lot of things about cheating and duolingo to get those like points to be at the top and i was like didn't know about that but okay i mean it's sorry it's probably business. a whole like reddit thread of duolingo there probably is yeah <laughs> duolingo controversies that damn green owl honestly we should look that up because it'd be very interesting there, there, i didn't realize because i got one of my kids into duolingo i was trying to get them to learn something and um (laughs) and like he was like have you seen like the the duolingo owl like how he like because there's like a video of him like stalking people trying to kill people it's hilarious like it's a youtube video because you know like if you miss like a thing they keep up like they keep contacting you and being like hey buddy come back i miss you and like apparently so I was making a joke, yeah, stalking du- joke about that. Duo steals your family and like, <laughs> all sorts of different shit. I just picture like Duo as a Furby. Yeah. In a way, yes. Yeah, yeah he so kind of does. creepy. But also like there's a whole Duolingo TikTok page that's hilarious. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's like somebody in a Duolingo costume, like, you know, doing That this runs stuff. around and does shit. like to have nothing but time on your hands? <laughs> I know, right? It's the whole Duolingo company. <laughs> it really is. Um, there was one, like, in my French lessons I was doing, and it was like, the sentence was, oh, here's an egg. Duo, is it yours? And it's like, <laughs> but Duo's a boy. <laughs> yeah, they come up with the weirdest ass sentences yeah, on Yeah, they do. they do. I got sort of a hot second into reading heaven officials blessing 
enough to order the second book of it plus the second book of the Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, and I didn't get very far into that, so we had another pause on that because I was supposed to be reading for our upcoming season, and I didn't do that either until t- today. So, well, <laughs> like you did it, yeah, I Yay! did do it. Reba done it before we started actually recording, so and I am not done, but. That's okay. It's okay. For reasons. I'll see what else. Still into K-pop. One of my faves released an album today, so I was listening to that. And then I got back into watching at least one K-drama because I was trying to finish it so I could cancel that subscription and then realize I wasn't going to finish it and had to keep the subscription. Damn. <laughs> I was like, how it goes. I was like, I hate this. But uh, I finished it last night and it gave me whiplash because one second I'm laughing and one second I'm crying. So. Damn. <laughs> also, I do want to say I've been obsessed with Florence and the Machine's Dance Fever. Oh, yeah. It's a great album. I can't remember if I listened to the full thing or not because it's kind of a blur. Okay. Morning Elvis is like my one of my all time favorite songs now. I don't know. Still very much into going to concerts, though, because literally things happened but yeah trying to do that i really hate that paramore's coming in november to atlanta and i can't go <laughs> but i think that's about it because otherwise it's been school because it's push 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 since i am trying to graduate in december now so mm-hmm. you're almost done you're almost out yeah i know there's still a lot to do though <laughs> okay i actually have some tv shows because stuff was coming out you know so the first one um is based off of a book series of which i read the first book whenever i was 15 and don't remember anything about it and that was the summer i turned pretty i had a feeling you were about to say that it was a really cute show a lot of it i'm like i don't think this was in the book at all and Mm -hmm. um but the vibes were there there were like so many taylor swift songs so you know i was vibing it was super cute it's a love triangle and i'm still very obvious about my choice and that's the really broody one mm-hmm. so but i'm also like how old is she she just turned 16 they're doing so many things i'm like these children that being said i've been watching like teen shows since i was not a teen yeah so nothing has changed i wonder teen shows always make the teens act like college students I don't know. know. we talked about the sexualization of yes we did teen content then i didn't actually catch up on any of the shows that released a new season recently i I haven't even done umbrella academy i I haven't either i've seen one episode and i was like i don't remember anything that happened before so and then i watched stranger things i still haven't watched that either so i like rewatched the whole series the week leading up to season four so i was kind of getting burned out by the time volume one of season four came out and then those episodes were so long and i was getting like bored (laughs) just because there's so much buildup. but then of course we have like i'm not gonna spoil anything but the scene with max and the song running up that hill which has been stuck in my head nonstop since then okay the thing is with that song is that i watched another movie years ago that had a like somebody else covered that song but that song was in this movie and i was like i've known about this song forever it it was like lodged into my brain the other morning and then i was trying to find books for my sister to read and i found divergent and i was flipping through it and at the back there was a playlist guess what song was on there running up that hill and i was like i can't escape it (sighs) but um that part i thought was really good and then the last episode of volume one i was like holy like whoa everything is happening oh my gosh and then of course we all had to wait like a month Month. to um, over a month for the next part and i was gone whenever it first came out and i kept on coming across spoilers but they were very subtle spoilers but i was like no 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 and then i finally watched it 
And the big thing that people were upset about, I knew was going to happen because, of course, it was going to happen. So I was just like, okay. Well, my thing is, is that I got really confused because I thought this was supposed to be the last season. There's one more. I know. I didn't realize that until I read another article because everything I'd seen leading up to this coming out had been like, oh, this is going to be the last one. Like, this is going to be it. Yeah. And even like the ending, the thing that happened at the ending, I was like, I've literally seen scenes like this before in other kind of sci-fi like supernatural type shows so none of this is shocking to me (laughs) i was just like okay and now we gotta wait two years for more of it so yeah cool those are the shows i watched um i've gotten a lot of reading done i think i've read what was it 18 books since school (laughs) you said 18 you did say like i've been gone for a month and i read a few books during that but still i've read like five in the past week so <laughs> I'm just crazy like that. But I was trying to remember like what I've read since we last recorded. I finished a series. My finish, I still have one more book to go, but it's the epilogue book. It's like 700 pages and it spans over 10 years of the um, the Addicted Callaway books. And I've talked about those a little bit about mm-hmm. the, to the couple who they are addicted to stuff and the sisters and things. Mm-hmm. But um, y'all... The tears that I shed for these characters. Every time I come across anything like on my Instagram explore about these books, I literally have to stop and like put my hand to my mouth and like be like, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Because I just got so invested and it just made me cry. So I finished that. And then I started a new series and it was like a sequel series to this mafia series, which I'm not that into mafia. I'm really not that into mafia. She keeps telling, saying that, and then she I know, it that's up. what really I was subtle. thinking. Like it's extremely subtle. Um, the first series is the brutal birthright, <laughs> the titles, and then the next one is the Kingmakers, and the Kingmakers is like I like that title. It's basically Harry Potter but sexier. Like oh, is that what the note was? I remember you yes. saying it. But like they all go to this boarding school for mafia children to like train to become i think spies the the heads of the different mafias of the heirs um the enforcers the accountants like they study to be these things and it's about the children of the former people and it's like it's really fun like mm-hmm. it's not amazing but i've had so much fun the first book is friends to lovers which i usually hate but i was so behind it and then there's this other character and his name is dean and we know how i feel about (laughs) deans unless it's dean forrester from gilmore girls (laughs) every other dean i am invested in and he's actually the villain in the first book but i was still like come on dean come on get it together no don't don't kill him no no honey no i know we got mommy and daddy issues but (laughs) and even his book i was like no dean no no I know your book is titled The Bully because that's who you are. Stop. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. Are these one of those books that the men are shirtless on the cover? Yes. <laughs> that's where I was like, oh. They have like alternate covers, which are really cool. They're like white and have like drawings on them. We have a ge- we were talking about that earlier, how <laughs> Caitlin doesn't like shirtless men on her covers. I'm like, I'll get the cartoon cover instead. Honestly, I would prefer that too, just because usually those covers are too freaking cheesy and i can't stand to look at them because of that Uh, i'm just like how many hot men that too pose for these like it's weird it's just fabio oh that's like (laughs) yeah it is that that reminds me of 
crap. Was this on Netflix or Hulu? This whole documentary about... Um, Abercrombie Fish. Yeah, that. That was interesting. I haven't seen that one. I bet. Um, and then the last book I'm going to talk about, I finished yesterday. So it's fresh in my brain. It's called Lotus. And it is written by the same author who wrote one that I talked about. Like I read it back in February, but the one where the two people are kidnapped and they have oh. to do horrible things. Mm-hmm. And then they have to figure out what to do after. So it's about this guy who was kidnapped when he was eight years old 22 years later he escapes and he's trying to figure out what to do with his life and everything and like his kidnapper told him that the world ended so he like comes out in a hazmat suit and he's just like what's going on and um he ends up reconnecting with like his childhood friend and the girl next door and they have a thing and everything and it's super cute and light and fluffy like he domesticates a raccoon you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's I mean, why i'm like maybe you should read this like Peyton's already like yes i'm in sign me up i yeah. love domesticated raccoons and I was mom like, tells me no but my heart yeah, tells no. me yes <laughs> like he, he leaves the raccoon out of the cage for one day and it just like tears apart the house yeah that's and what his raccoons brother, are his brother's like you idiot no and he's like the main guy oliver he's like a little sweet baby because you know he was in captivity he's for essentially years. an eight-year-old and like uh the girl's cat's name is alexis so he was calling to alexis and her alexa comes on and he's like what in the world something is talking to me like he just freaks out <laughs> is over this some a cat? Little things. <laughs> for a book about a kidnapped person i thought oh this is really light and fluffy and everything and then it just got all kinds of messed up and like so many things were <laughs> happening so many discoveries even like the very end you find out why it's called lotus i was like i had to stop and my mouth was really big and my eyes were really big and i was like no one's here to see me have this revelation right now it's just me and honestly they wouldn't care but it was so good i hate it when that happens i just go bother my mom and like go on this big long rant and i hate it when she does it to me but I'm like i know you don't care but oh my gosh I know. That's why either I tell you guys or I tell the two people in my research group now because yeah. since I see them every day. <laughs> this is like a book that I would recommend though. Like if you're into kind of the like like romance but also like kind of suspenseful type thing and like about someone who was kidnapped and like him he can't remember anything from like before the kidnap like his mom had died while he was gone and he can't remember her. Yeah, I was about to ask yeah. did he ever see his like actual family again? His brother's in it. I remember that. Good job. You're listening. <laughs> well, I meant so like, many twists. I know what you meant. <laughs> also reading what? I'm also reading or a We're also <laughs> No, she's reading. <laughs> I'm reading the Throne of Glass series oh, by and I Sarah had to J. Hold in so many things earlier. <laughs> Yeah, it, it nearly killed her. I could see it on her it's face. It's been so long since I've read that book um, that I don't remember anything about it. Even if you had read it, like, <laughs> the stuff that I know, right over the head. Because that series, it, it goes to far off places. And- Eight whole books. <laughs> it was on Prime. It was Prime Day. And they were on sale for, like, $38. Eight books. Eight books. That's for- actually a really good deal. Eight books <laughs> for $38 I was just on like- Kindle. Okay, I was about to say, is this on digital or... Mm-hmm. I have the paperbacks if you... Yeah, I know, because I borrowed your, okay. your Throne of Glass pa- paperback to read it. Except for the novella bind-up and Kale's book. Kale. Kale. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I can't say his name. <laughs> Earlier we were like, Kale. Kale. Cole. I was like, isn't it cow? Cow. <laughs> Wait, how's it spelled? C-H-A-O-L. There's, pr- there's a pronunciation guide in the back of the book. Okay good <laughs> but unfortunately for me i've got 
I'll get it out for you. (laughs) Thank you. Let me take some photos. (laughs) You enjoying that? Yeah. Gloria, my sweet little baby. Sweet little baby angel. (laughs) Speaking of sweet little baby angels. (laughs) There's none. What are we talking about? There's none in this next book. But we are going to do, you want to say it? This season, we are covering, I finally did it, y'all. We are covering the A Court of Thorns and Roses series, the original trilogy by Sarah J. Mass. Yes. Y'all. Applause, claps, all the hoorays. That being said, y'all ready for me to rant this season? Just about the first book, honestly. Also, this like sort of fits into our theme of rereading things because but like on different levels because you've Caitlin has read it multiple times. <laughs> this is my third time. I realized <laughs> I've read most of these books that we've covered three, three times. times. <laughs> Other than the first season. Yeah. And then Peyton's read it once. Yeah. And this is my first time reading yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So was having a great time. <laughs> I'm miserable. <laughs> Caitlin hates I'm just herself. dramatic. <laughs> just like, can we skip to the good part? AKA not this book. I'm kidding. There are good parts. I just haven't. I, I just yet. have lots of comments about my initial reaction of starting this book. Yeah, I'm I cannot so, wait. I'm so I'm so excited. Anyway, yeah. me and Caitlin are holding our cards close to our chest. We're trying we, to. We have a whole like text chain going on about like wait till Reba finds out so this. this. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have said some things, but we don't know what you remember and we just want to keep it. To yeah, that. like the first time I read it, I, mean, I you know who I don't like and who I like. Yeah, I do. I do. But I also like very controversial characters yes. and like non-controversial. <laughs> wait, dislike non-controversial characters. So it's not a surprise. Mm-mm. That's you with every book. Yeah. <laughs> with so everything. So I don't... Movie and TV show. Yes. <laughs> but as far as like giving away anything, I don't want to do it because I don't want to ruin the magic for you. But I'm so excited to deal with the Fae and folklore and all that stuff because I really like stuff mm-hmm. like... I like legends and mythology and stuff. So. I'm just excited for some dynamics happening, some character stuff because that's what I'm concerned about. Only. <laughs> Only. <laughs> Only. <laughs> I was like, what's the plot? You know? <laughs> I only get it because I know Beauty and the Beast. That's the only way I get it. See, I could not remember if you guys said that it was on the basis of that or not. And I was pretty obvious. And I was thinking that the entire time I was reading today. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they said that this was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it is quite obvious. Mm -hmm. It's got some other stuff thrown in there, though. I'm so pumped. I'm so happy y'all decided to do it because... I was holding my breath for a while. I was wanting to. Also, I really like the book covers for these. So, oh, I love which book covers? The paperback. Yeah, we all have different covers. Yeah. I feel. No, Reba's got the same one as me. Yeah. What? Yep. I need to get that one to actually match my other the ones. ones. Actually, my other ones don't match either. Because you got a, you well, got the paperback in like the almost bought like all of the books up until the one that's like was last released because mm-hmm. it was still in hardback because I wanted the covers to match. Yeah. Oh, and they're so pretty. I know. so, so pretty. But I have the original hardback mm-hmm. so because I got it right after it came out and then took forever to read it the first time. I was young. I was too young. Right. <laughs> too, we'll, too young. We'll talk more about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, a couple episodes from now we'll actually talk about ACOTAR. And ACOTAR stands for A Quarter Thorns and Roses go ahead and get ready for the acronyms and the really bad pronunciations they're coming yes, that's they're gonna coming. be fun yeah i've been trying to work on them well after we announced uh what our next season's on we have more bonus content for you before yeah, we get to that so <laughs> as you guys know we love true crime 
We love a good murder mystery. Honestly, I'm shocked we didn't go for a true, true crime, crime podcast. podcast. But there's too many of those. So it's a lot of research and stuff. Yeah, you know? that too. Also, I'm always scared people are going to find me. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that, but I feel like a lot of people would hate on us depending on how we handled a Situation. case. That being said, if you want an occasional true crime case episode Case we are study. here for you honestly yes mm, we are here. Honestly, my, my dad keeps on saying we should do that mm-hmm. because like he listens to a lot of them and i know about a lot of them now mm-hmm. so even though i used to be scared of my own shadow and suddenly i like true crime i well, know it I was mean, crazy because like it seemed like overnight you were into it and i was i don't know suddenly i was like yeah well my love of it segued into me getting a degree yeah around it yeah. so <laughs> honestly my mom's been a true crime junkie since i was yeah a child. My and first also, introduction, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the, um, like, one reason that I'm kind of like, eh, about, like, a true crime podcast is the, you know, the glorifying of it, I of guess. the killers. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that people forgetting the reason why they do it. Mm-hmm. So, that's one reason I'm, like, touch and go sometimes about it. Yeah, but. there's, like, there's a, a couple of videos I was going to ask you guys to, like, watch that's kind of around that topic. Yeah. Because there's this this guy that made a video on YouTube about, like, what's wrong with, like, true crime, yeah. like, YouTubers. Because a lot of them do true crime, but in a combination with some other type of, like, YouTube video. So, like, with Bailey, yeah, it's, with like, makeup. makeup and the yeah. true crime. And then there's, like, ASMR and the yeah. true crime. And there's, like, a lot of discussion on the ethical. Yeah. That's why I really like Kindles because, like... She sits there and she tells you the case and then she like gives you all the links. She always like is funding some kind of organization with yeah. her videos. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like. And she also has a lot of like um other content in there, like clips from stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why like I, I when I watched this video, I was gonna recommend it to you guys and then I was like Is mm. it I Nabber? No. Okay. Cause I was like, he did a video like that. Very I don't remember the the name of the YouTube channel. I'd have to look it up because I like saved this because I was like, I think they should watch this because yeah. I want to know your opinions yeah. mm-hmm. on this. <sighs> Coming up with another episode. <laughs> Speaking of which, Rob Gavigan, if you wanted to just fall asleep to someone's deep voice, he's the one. He does true crime and likes strange. I think his, he's got another one called Seriously Strange, which is like more paranormal based and just weird stuff. Yeah. There's like a couple, there's one person that does. ASMR and true crime that I really like listening to because it's literally just her and the mic and that like I can fall asleep to because I like the sound of her voice yeah <laughs> we fall asleep to oh I don't <laughs> oh no do you know what I fall asleep to if I can't go to sleep blood curdling screams <laughs> <laughs> I mean it wouldn't shock me but it's literally you on audiobook me? no oh. you you <laughs> I wrote you a book, but I didn't record it. <laughs> Next present. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'd fall asleep to that every Actually, night. Actually, I did read it out loud. To you. <laughs> you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> anyway, I, no. In fact, I read you to sleep with it. <laughs> you did. Anyway, you. <laughs> you by Caroline Kepnes. Uh, I think you should have, yeah, followed it up with by. <laughs> by Caroline Kepnes. I did think of her name. Um, but no, it's the audiobook and the guy that they got to do it, he doesn't sound just like Pim Badgley, but he sounds just enough like Pim Badgley that I enjoy it. And I mean, like, he's talking about terrible shit, like stalking this yeah. girl and all this stuff. And it's just like, I'm going to go to sleep now. 
I know. Sometimes it's not even the content. It's just people's voices. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, that's how it is with Rob Gavigan. I mean, he makes great content, but his voice is just great. We're true crime girlies, I guess. So Honestly, we, a lot of girlies are right now. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a dedicated one apparently since you know forensics degree, forensics degree, <laughs> just for fun, you know. <laughs> I did want to be a lawyer at one point, so I had this discussion with someone else on Instagram, and I was like, I was not a person who's ever like, I'm going to be a lawyer, I'm going to be a doctor. No, I didn't care that much. <laughs> I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I wanted to be a um, behavioral science. Oh yeah, that, FBI, yeah. and um. And then I was just like, nah, because you won't be happy doing stuff like that. Because it's a very sad job. Yeah, you'd have to have a nice way to decompress from. And I can't do that. But I do like to solve murders in my free time. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we've done this a couple times. You can, like, find fictional case files Mm -hmm. and buy them. They're a really great, like, party game if you go to parties yeah or, like hang out with your friends or <laughs> hang your out family. with your, t- your, your two, two best ner- friends your two nerdy friends honestly it's easier with like just a few people i feel than a whole group yeah because it gets lost in the chaos yeah, yeah especially because like one of the last cases we did had a lot of like evidence associated yeah, with it fell asleep straight in that one i think we gave it. up like yeah we you you two gave up and we i was like no i keep it going we're like <laughs> Can we go to sleep? And then we can just pick it back up in the morning. We got the murder board just sitting right there. Just I think it's, it before the night. Well, I think part of the reason was is right right around that time you guys were like, uh, I'm done is like I figured out the clue that yeah, was I'm, going to be it. So it was like mm-hmm. You're like, I'm almost there and I was like, Hey Rayble, you get there, you get there. So hopefully that doesn't happen tonight. I am very tired. Same. But we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't know. We're full of coffee and alcohol. Hopefully it'll kick in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah alcohol does not make me sleepy. It does the opposite. No, it does make me sleepy. So. <sighs> okay. I'm relying so, on the coffee from earlier. <laughs> I. So we got this little murder mystery game thing. I am not sure what the company is. We'll link it into the bio. Yeah. We'll link it into the bio. Don't buy this one because you'll know the answer. Cryptic killers? Maybe. I, I think so. Guess Crypt- so. Crypt. Cryptic killers. Crypt, cryptic. Not cricket killers. <laughs> cricket killers. That's a whole other thing. That was daycare a couple of days this, ago. Okay, so this this one's apparently two hours of estimated playing time and is a three out of five in difficulty. So this will be a two-part episode. Um, yeah. A level what? Three out, three out of five. five. I didn't know that when I bought it. I <laughs> Woo! We may or may not solve this case. <laughs> it takes us forever. So, yeah, me reading line here that says there are 27 documents in this folder. Okay, so we're going to take a quick intermission, mm-hmm. get some shots, yeah, and then we'll come shots. back with yeah, because <laughs> you know that solving crimes is only done when you're yeah, very inebriated. Donuts. I mean, we're New Orleans cops at this point. I don't know where (laughs) this is based off of, but we're going to do some New Orleans. This is in the Pacific Northwest. So in New Orleans, this is. (laughs) So we'll come back with murder at the movie theater. (laughs) Don't (laughs) don't insert. (laughs) Wait 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 wait! Did someone die? Yeah, Caitlin. That's the whole point of this. So it's called mystery in the movie theater. <laughs> it's definitely murder. I'm telling you, like, they could have stolen anything. Like what, Caitlin? The the film reel to the latest what's a famous actor? Um movie. Um 
Should I read the little? I'm just gonna like find my inner Karen from Mean Girls for this. Okay, and that's my character. This must be be Halloween themed. I'm now realizing this because there's like Halloween theme. I can sing Karen song. There's bats on here. There's pumpkin faces, like zombies looking in the corner down here. Maybe it's a horror movie. If I could change the world, I'd make it Halloween (laughs) every single day, and also have world peace. Should I read the little synopsis here? Go right ahead. A murder has been committed in a port town on Fidalgo Island in America's Pacific Northwest. South. (laughs) (laughs) It's vampires. I solved it. Yeah, it's definitely vampires. Pacific Northwest. Edward Cullen. Pacific Northwest or specific? She definitely said said Pacific. Pacific. (laughs) She definitely said Pacific. You would have said. (laughs) I'm sorry. I heard. I actually heard Pacific, but I also say Pacific when I mean specific. So, (laughs) my bad. Continuing, movie theater owner Chris Hodgson. He died. Was found dead in his office. I was like, like, he did it. Ah, Wait, wait. He was found dead. Yes. With a lot of repeating happening. With multiple lacerations to the chest and a slit throat. That means he was cut. I was like, what is. I keep on hearing the word laceration and I pretend like I know what's being said. I knew at some point, okay? I ended up crying again. <laughs> but I'm so glad you told me because in my brain I was like, I remember what that means. I saw the deadpan stare. <laughs> my favorite is whenever you see the stare, but you continue on like I know. I'll, I'll explain it later. Anyway, what was his name? Chris. Chris? It doesn't matter. He said. <laughs> Yes, we gotta know our victim to know who he's connected to. This is why we can't be a true crime podcast. <laughs> no, we're not solving the crimes. We are now. <laughs> no, I mean on true crime. I know. I know why I'm here. This is why we can't do true crime. We are disrespectful bitches. <laughs> I just said we need to respect. Wow, I just finished Chris. the first paragraph and we have not continued. <laughs> okay, so he was found dead with. Say it. Lacerations. Good job. And what else? A slit slit throat. throat. What killed him? The lacerations or the slit throat? (laughs) I'm sure we'll figure that out. What came first? The chicken or the egg? (laughs) The evidence has been collected for you. It's your job to piece it all together and work out who was it that killed Mr. Hodgson. There are 27 documents in this folder. In addition to the evidence found here, you will also be required to access the internet to uncover further information from the police database. Your mission is simple. Eliminate as many of the suspects as possible so that we can find the killer or killers and bring them to justice. I get really sick and tired of the cops bringing us this information and then making (laughs) us solve it. The pile on my desk is like (laughs) just ever going, ever growing. All right, Reba Elizabeth Gumshoe. Let's coffee this time. Gumshoe. I all need detective names. What is this saying here? All right. Okay. We got something to read here. Cool. Too. Cool. Great. Okay. Welcome to this immersive unsolved case file game by Cryptic Killers. And there's your, there's your game. There's the answer. Blah, blah, blah. That was the same thing. Very important. Missing evidence. An evidence checklist has been supplied inside of this folder. Please check to ensure that the pack is complete before starting your investigation. Any missing evidence can be downloaded from the digital file storage system. Cool. I, I feel like this is very faulty police work that they may or may not have given us all the evidence and they're not for they're sure like, if they oh, did. Oh, we ran out of ink. <laughs> Look on the computer. It's just convenient, okay? 
Um, all of the files were burned. Um, well, if you need a hint, they'll give you a hint, too. And if you think you found the killer, you can head over to their website and enter their name. Wait, a hint? So do they already know? Yes, they do. They just hate us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's like that one time. You remember the first time we played a game like this and we had to free that black man that they put in, yeah, into prison? Yeah, I was like, he didn't do it. I know because he's the black guy. Clearly he didn't There's do it. one black guy and they put him in jail. It's <sighs> terrible. All right, please note, these are fictitious <laughs> crimes. Any resemblance to real people or events is unintended. <laughs> so, y'all, this isn't real. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So we're allowed to make fun of it as oh, much okay. as possible. Is this evidence or is it just cool stuff that they give I you? I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Merch. Merch. Well, that's a business card. So I'm going to guess that's part of it. I'm going to keep it forever. Instructions. Read through all the evidence provided. This includes any online content mentioned in the printed evidence. Identify any potential suspects. What motives do they have for killing the suspect? Cross-reference the evidence. Can you identify what evidence belongs to which person? Are there any links between the evidence? Can you start to build a story for each character? Eliminate as many sex... (laughs) Eliminate insects. Got it. (laughs) Well, they probably wouldn't be helpful in this case. Okay. Eliminate as many suspects as possible by finding their alibi. Find the killer through the process of elimination. Okay, so we have to eliminate 7 billion people. I'm just kind of laying out all the pages that are in here. Who Remember, wants, this is a level three of five. Who wants the the evidence checklist? Can you can you read it off? Because you, you know it. we got to check to make sure we have all the oh, evidence. Oh, I just have to read. Yeah, yeah she can read. I can read. Can you? What is that word? Can you? <laughs> Love that. All right. How many suspects do we have? That's an, a question. Are they all black? Because that's upsetting. No. Oh, they're Jane Doe's and two, John Doe's. I was about to say. Two of them do not have an image, but a few of them do. I was about to say. Are they all suspects? Yeah, there's several. Looks like it. Okay, we have I was about to say the racism is real. (laughs) We have six suspects. Okay. All right, we got lots of record of interviews, too, so we're going to have to match those up. Oh, this is, uh, I think this is a letter for us to read at the beginning, too. Can we please put pictures of ourselves, like, maybe with something over our faces, but looking like we're part of SVU? (laughs) (laughs) Or just, like, crossing our arms? Yeah. Like in gray and white pictures with uh, trench coats on. This is an internal memorandum. It says, Monday, November 2nd, 2015. I'm assigning you to solve the murder of Chris Hodgson, owner and manager of the Hodgson Theater, who was found dead in his office on October 31st. Psst. Yeah. Did you read the list? Not yet. No, I'm going to read this and then she Reba hasn't oh, told okay. me to yet. Okay. So far, our best lead is the security camera footage that captured Frankenstein's monster leaving the theater via the rear exit, or rather, a person wearing a Frankenstein's monster mask. Well, I'm glad they clarified. Yesterday, Detective Alex Baker carried out interviews with some of the suspects and other townspeople. Other suspects have not been interviewed as he was unable to locate them. It's up to... There's more than two of us here. Thank you. It says, it's up to the two of you to solve who the murderer is and fast. We're worried the murderer might be trying to flee the state or maybe even flee to Canada. That's hilarious. They knew it was me and you. (laughs) They're like, it's up to the two of you, Caitlin and Peyton. (laughs) Because Reba's going to read you all the stuff and you... Reba will probably solve it, but it's up to us. (laughs) It's up to us. We'll put our names on it. Um... It gives a website for some additional evidence. It says, Detective Baker has the necessary permissions to access the relevant online evidence, so you'll need to use his account until further arrangements are made. He passed along his login details with a note that said, I'm sure you'll connect the dots. And then there's his username and password. He's such a lazy bastard. What is... 
Baker doing? As always, Nothing. As always, we must ensure that all potential suspects have a strong alibi before we make accusations. Good luck, Chief G. Scott. I think. <laughs> all right. It let's read the definitely. evidence list and see it, make sure we have all the evidence first. Okay. I need a pen. Do we have the internal memorandum? I just read that. So, yes. <laughs> I know. You really helped me pronounce that word. Do we have... <laughs> you said it correctly, so... I know, because I was... Very slowly. Really... <laughs> Do we have the suspect profile for Cameron? Does he look like a Cameron or yeah, just Cameron? Like, like, like a Cameron I know that he looks like. He's a Pacific, the epit- a Pacific Cameron. <laughs> Pacific. Does it, does it give a... Is that the last name, surname? Yeah. Yeah. A Louis Cameron? Yes, we have one. Ido. Suspect profile for Ido. I think that's an I. Ido, Ido. I'm gonna say Ido. Is it Ido? Ito. I oh. Ito. Ido. Ido. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a word and not no, a name. Good. Suspect profile for Hodgson Marks. Yes. These aren't much profiles, though. I gotta tell you. Is that a brother? But I guess they also they give they give you an area to write notes on each of the suspect profiles. Interesting. Uh, I gotta say that's my main suspect right now. Just because his last name's. Uh, suspect profile for Jones. Yes. And suspect profile for Young. Yes. Record of interview for Polk. Wait. Oh, record of interview. I was yeah, like, what I'm did sorry. you say? <laughs> record of interview. <laughs> Jones record interview. Yes. Ash. Yes. Ooh, that's Hodgson two pages. Marks. Oh, and they even stapled it for you. That's I know, nice. right? Yes. Beer mat. That's this. Yes. That is a coaster, people. I thought it was. That's why I asked, was it merch? the right coaster instead of beer mat <laughs> whale watching business card yes whale watching washington whale watching tours by tomoko Ito. washington whale well watching, watching tours washington whale watching, watching wars tours. <laughs> washington whale watching tours washington whale watching wars and this <laughs> is say irish this wrist is watch tomoko ito <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to me? <laughs> Iris wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish. <laughs> I said it wrong. Yes, you did. Confidently. <laughs> Coast watch report. Co- yes, Coast watch I hear report. Sirens. They're gone. It's not for us. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I heard sirens. I didn't. I, but didn't. I can't hear anything. Webmail. Old movie films. Yes. GPS coordinate. Did they say webmail instead of email? Yes, it yes. does. Wait, what did you say? The I don't know. GPS coordinate map. E- yeah, probably because it's got latitude, longitude. Hodgson's Halloween Horror Fest poster. Yes, right here. I want it. Northwest Echo newspaper clipping. Yeah, look at the movies on there. Police report Mallard. Yes. Police report more. Yes. Oh, dear God, that was scary to look at. Ooh, <laughs> let me see. I dig it. Hodgson Theater Fire Exit Cam CCTV. Yes. This. Okay, honestly, why did they think that this could have possibly actually been Frankenstein? That's clearly... Okay. okay. I'm doing a checklist. I'm sorry. Post watch communication report. Yes. Record of communications 555-1309. Yes. State of Washington Border Control. Letter to Chris inside envelope. Ghostman blogger blog screenshots. Yes. All right, we got everything then. Okay, Machachos. It does say additional evidence is on their police web server, but I don't know if we really want to look that up right now. So what are we trying to figure out? We're trying to figure out who murdered him, but honestly, I don't know where we're supposed to start other than the suspect profiles because they have spaces for notes there. Guys, okay, so <laughs> we're going to go through there. We're going to find out any details. The other one we do has the different steps. Yeah. <laughs> so it's easier. Also, there's not a lot of cheesy stock photos that they use. 
Well, like, literally, these suspect profiles have their name, their age, the address, the gender, and relation to victim. And everything else is kind of like... We have to fill in. Yeah. Okay, one of them <laughs> has actual words already typed into the notes. I take that one. Section. <laughs> I don't think it's going to help you. Oh, now that I have this cool pen, <laughs> I can write. Well, Tomoko Ito spaces on this card, so... Uh, oh, hard. this guy's name is Adam. It was definitely... I'm sorry. It was definitely him. But the girl's a ginger. Adam's always the first. The girl's a ginger and named Sheena. Oh yeah, she she was she's it. Married to him, to um, the uh, victim. This looks really. What like notes authentic. am I supposed to write? I'm sorry. I'm okay. guess we're supposed to look at the evidence and then write notes as we go. This website that looks, makes sense. I yeah, like, looking at their pictures like judging a book back cover. <laughs> I could be like, yeah, he looks like a murdering psychopath, but maybe he's not. What is the the map? Okay, they have their addresses on there. So Sir Islands. It's the Pacific Northwest. When it says he was on Main Street, it's not very, um, there's islands up there? Yes. Cool. (laughs) The vampires didn't do it. They don't like islands. Well, um, I was going to look for streets, but there's no streets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. We have to literally decode what his freaking password is. (laughs) Baker? Okay, let me see it. You'll fart? I can do it. He's like. I wish it was that easy. Okay, it's the latitude and longitude. What's the lat- latitude? <laughs> well, I, there's 40. Hang on. 55, 55, 55, 50, 45, 50, 45, 55, 55, 55. I don't look at the lat, the digits after the dot because those are the only ones that change. What, what numbers are? Um, they are 48s. Yeah, it's 48 point. 48, 50.55, and 122.55. Okay. So, like this area. Well, there's a range of them. <laughs> yeah, that's the first one. This is going to be a difficult case to solve. What are you talking about? I got that in two seconds. I'm doing great. Yeah. The latitude stays the same. The longitude. Latitude this way? Yes, where the 48s okay. are. The longitude is 122.50. All right, now change to latitude's going to change. Longitude stays the same. 48. 45. 48.45, 122.55. Is that not what you just told me? No, I told you 122.50 on the first one. On the one before that, I mean. Oh, you're doing great, sweetie. Thank you. You are you are too. I'm learning so much today. Just how to read a map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll connect the okay. dots. So you got them starred? Mm-hmm. All of the map before you try. Let me sh- make sure. Did you get the last one on there? Also, know the answer. Okay, what's the answer? It, well, they like surround. They make a rectangle around uh, P- Padilla Bay. It looks like Padilla Bay. Can Reba see it so she can type it into the computer? Yeah, because the last the last uh, sentence is, "I'm oh, sure yeah. you'll connect yeah. the dots." If that's not it, I don't know what it is. What Padilla Bay twenty twenty? It's got Highway twenty in it. Okay, it worked. I was right. The okay. twenty so, is part of it. Padilla Bay what twenty? And the, the the P and the B have to be capitalized. Thanks, Baker, you piece of shit. Smeganus works so hard for this. Okay, important information. Provided is a recording found on a USB stick sent to the police station. The only other content inside the envelope was a note saying, It wasn't me, and the envelope had no return address. The only file on the USB stick was the audio file of the recording. We're fairly certain the first voice is that is that of Chris. As for the second voice, we're unsure. 
we're going to analyze it further, but it may take a while. And then it, this is like in the readme text, the very first document. And then after that, it says, Officer B. Lunder, great name, from the data transfer department has notified us of an error on his paperwork. Yeah. Because his name's B. Lunder. In, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> in the record of communications document inside of the case file. Inside the case file, telephone number 5558407 should be ignored. This is the telephone number for Officer Lunder's... His hooker? His... <laughs> no, I wish. That'd be funnier. Um, How do you say this? Cariopodist? I guess. Cariopodist? Which he entered as a placeholder text and never replaced with the correct number. So we have the correct number. Chiropractor, but not... Not? Yeah. So the correct number is 555-9712. Lunder sends his apologies. Furthermore, he was able to confirm that the number ending 9712 belongs to a Miss S. Taylor, although he is unsure whose phone these messages were originally taken from. He'll update the files as soon as he has more information. Lazy piece of shit. So this is <laughs> All of them. <laughs> this is Miss S. Taylor. I love that we have to read the online documents to know that there's things wrong with the documents we yeah. actually have. This is great. All right, there's the recording, some interviews, a fixtures list, telecom tech outage report, bid quick screenshot, a Washington well, a Washington well watching tours booking log, Washington well watching tours booking log, <laughs> a file name that's just November first, twenty fifteen, and then a planning applications file. Dear God, what a name that is! The Washington well, well, well watchers Washington booking tours. Tour. Yes. Wait, Washington Well Watchers Tour booking lock. Yes. Fun times. The random spam falls mainly on the plane. <laughs> Irish wrist watch. <laughs> Irish wrist watch. I don't think it counts if you pause. <laughs> Irish wrist watch. Wow. I, I know. I really wish I knew what we should what thing we should read first. Let's listen to the recording first. Yeah. Rude. I can't even be excited in these parts. <laughs> Get judged. <laughs> I'm judging you, but. <laughs> I said that earlier to her. I'm judging you, <laughs> And I was you, like, but... wait, that's not how it goes. And you were like, no, it is. So at this point, we listened to the recording and y'all, it was so funny. <laughs> what the f***? I'm right. going to be honest that I did not pay a single bit of attention to that because the two of you Extortion. were doing a dramatic reenactment of it. Extortion. Extortion. Drugs. Drug smuggling. I like how they didn't use uh, cheesy stock photos, but they did use cheesy acting. <laughs> they were reading that script on the spot for the first time. Those were not actors. They never said I'm it. sorry if they were, but Peyton and I did better. <laughs> we were acting it out. Yeah. I was the dead guy. She was the other, the other guy. The other person, whoever that is. What was the relevance of that? Oh, extortion. Extortion. Blackmailing, <laughs> drug smuggling, the theater as a front. Right. So he must be the so, unknown person, not the female. Mm, I, I bet you she is. No, she's out of tone. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that it's not Samuel and it's not Godfrey. They just, they just don't sound <laughs> like that voice would come they from like? <laughs> yes so i think maybe we should start with reading this forensic findings and then maybe reading the police reports to kind of get a basis 
Yes, what came first, the lacerations or the slit throat? It's a good thing you asked that because it answers that question. I literally <laughs> asked that earlier and you laughed at me. <laughs> I did it just for you. All right, our pathologist's name is Dr. Blunder. R- Rory Calhoun. All right, this is, of course, Raccoon. for our deceased, Mr. Christopher. He was 45 years old, 5'10", and 160 pounds. There wasn't a toxicology report, which is bad news on their part. There was an x-ray, um, and then Aria's x-ray torso because of stab trauma. So they say multiple stab wounds to the torso, average depth of 5.1 inches, average length of 1.8 inches. Throat has been slit, severing the arteries to the brain. Summary of injuries, multiple stab wounds to the torso. I just read that part. The knife caused stab trauma to the heart and lungs. He presents the following findings. The cause of death is loss of oxygen to the brain as a result of blood loss due to slit throat. Manner of death, victim was stabbed repeatedly in the front. Presumably the throat slitting was performed after a coupe de grace. Coupe de gras. Okay, coupe de gras. I was like, I don't know. Thank you, French. Yes, thanks, Peyton. (laughs) Thank you, Duolingo. I can can pull the Latin for when we read Beautiful Creatures. You can pull the... The French. And I think it's actually coup de gras, but we're not going to get into that right now. Yeah, coup de gras. Uh, To ensure a quick death and prevent any possible resuscitation efforts. And this was done November 2nd of 2015. So what came first? The chicken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being serious right now. The slit throat. That caused the death. Uh, Actually, technically, the stab, the stabbing happened first, but the slit throat is what killed him. All right. I'll change my question. What killed him? Okay. This was performed by Albert Moore. His badge number is 23811. That's important information to you. We've been reviewing the security footage on the night of the murder and found that a chunk of footage is missing between 1850 and 1950 from the back door camera. We obtained the footage from the computer which contains the software program that controls the security cameras at the theater. Further analysis of the software revealed it contained a restart function that rebooted the system, leaving the camera inactive for an hour as the software recalibrated itself. It seems going over further security footage that this function was used rather frequently as there are further hour-long gaps in the footage. This is very suspicious. Thank you. As the function (laughs) is really only supposed to be used as a final resort when all other methods to try and fix the system fail. And he signs his name. Okay, so I have a a police report. This is Donna Mallard. The call came in at 2056 on Saturday, October 31st, 2015. We arrived at the Hodgson Theater approximately five minutes later. There were several people in the lobby. We had arrived between films, so people were still leaving and arriving. We were shown by a theater employee to the back office on the second floor, which was the scene of the crime. The victim was slumped in his chair. The only place we found blood was on the chair and pooling beneath it, leading us to presume he was stabbed while sitting in the chair. Rigor mortis had not fully set in when we examined the body, leading us to believe his time of death was approximately 20... Oh, oh, how do you say that? 20 o'clock? 20 hundred? Yeah. Yeah. 2800. Or maybe 15 minutes either side. A safe in the office had been left open. The safe was empty, although it did not show signs of having been broken into. Forensics were unable to find any other evidence. Presumably, the murderer was careful not to leave a trace of their presence. The most important thing I got was the safe from that. He was he was in the chair, but there was blood only under him and what? Blood was on the chair and then pulling underneath. Okay. Leading them to presume that he was sitting in the chair when that happened. And they found him at 20 
something. Yeah, 20. Okay. The call came at 20.56. Okay, so an hour after the footage is missing. Yes, after the period of time that the footage is missing, yes. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm making notes, because I'm like, I'm not going to remember any of this. Okay, but six minutes after they shot this footage of the fake Frankenstein carrying a... Wait, what's the time on it? 1956, so six minutes after the software is being updated, we have this picture from the security camera. I don't like that picture at all. Why? Tonight, while you're sleeping, tape I will, over you. I will literally come after you <laughs> it's a dude in a mask not a very good one it's unsettling because of it just the being dark yeah the fact that they made frankenstein's ears so big is yeah. hilarious to me yeah that i haven't even fit. seen it <laughs> like a goblin or something when are we supposed to take our shots when we solve something oh we didn't when we did we did the solve password, something the password, the password. Shot, let's get a shot, shot. shot, shot, shot <laughs> we suck shot, at this we're shot, supposed shot. to remember well honestly we're like don't know what we're doing this one's a little kind of like open like as far as where to go to solve this case what, what do we know so far so we know chris died yes yes he owned this movie theater yes he, he was, was there was some shady happening he was allowing shady to happen yeah. for stabbed, money his throat slit but i don't think that it's it has anything to do with no because if it's drugs then it's usually like pop pop or yeah. you know that slitting throat is like it's personal, personal yeah personal like maybe not the stabbing? throat slit the stabbing, stabbing is the stabbing personal. or the lacerations stabbing yes throat um, slitting not so much because it can be impersonal we have a rough estimate of the time of death we have this franken weenie guy we know that the safe was open and it was empty yeah. and it didn't look like it had been broken into but this dude is carrying a duffel bag mm. and it looks a and little heavy he's carrying minutes after the after- camera start working again yeah what's in my duffel bag i don't know but it looks a little heavy you see how he's holding what's it with two safe at a theater hands my ears are burning right now. okay first off what's in a safe at a theater it's the original copy of fight club <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't we read some records of interviews? Actually, wait. Hold up a second. We need we- to read who our suspects are. Uh, I have Mr. Adam Hoke, age 35. Um, he lives in an apartment, our apartment 409 on 611 Main Street. He is male and he is the cousin of our victim. So he's he's the cousin. He's part of family. Um, and then we have Sheena Hodgkins Marks. She is 41. She lives 208 Ponderosa Avenue, female, and the sister of our victim. So we got two family members. Well, mine are two basically mainly unknown people at this point. They don't have any images on their profiles. Um, there's a Louis Cameron, age 46, and unknown relation to the victim. And then we also have Tomoko Ito, who is 46 as well, and also has an unknown relation to the victim. Mine is Godfrey Jones. He is bald. and i don't know any other information from Um, him no i want to read it later (laughs) i want to see what i remember this is a game how is he related to the victim he's an employee good job (laughs) (laughs) i gave you no hints (laughs) and then the other one is damn it i knew it samuel oh yes samuel beckett (laughs) the the writer (laughs) young (laughs) back to godfrey (gasps) 
Oh my gosh. Samuel Young doesn't count because that's not, that may be, not, that might not be his name yet. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm very confused right now. I <laughs> see one note they give you yeah. is that it, he, he, he might have changed his name. Might have changed his oh, name. Oh, that's the one who says that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Godfrey Jones is 58 years old. He lives at 142 Douglas Street. He's male and he's an employee. Whereas old Sammy Beckett, um, <laughs> You're killing me here. <laughs> I just love throwing them down and seeing you pick them up. It's a weird I power play. I solve this case, girl. You have to be a little organized. Anyway, Samuel Young, he's 30 years old. He lives at 742 Lincoln Street. He's a male, and his relation to the victim is unknown, but it's believed to he's changed his name. Shady, shady. Also, we never listened to the other recording. It wasn't me. It wasn't I- me. That was it. That was it. that was the one that was labeled. It wasn't me. Why would you send that in if you were like? I guess he was. I, I guess to say that. that hey, Hodge. Hodge oh, it was somebody some else shit. sending it in. It wasn't him. Yeah. So like he's saying like yeah, there was some shady shit going on, and I was involved because I was being blackmailed. But I'm not the uh, one who killed him. Is it relevant who sent it in? Yes. That's it, relevant. It means everything. <laughs> no, be serious. Is that relevant? <laughs> I mean. If you send that in and you weren't under suspicion before, but you're like, hey, here's some evidence that it could be me, but it wasn't me. Kind of shady. I think this is... No, this was sent to Chris. I was like, this might be the envelope that was sent about that. I'm pretty sure this letter might be from that person, though. What's the letter saying? It says, dear Chris... Well, hang on. Back up. It's dated as Saturday, October 24th, 2015. Dear Chris, it's been several weeks since our little chess game now, and your check still hasn't arrived in my letterbox. This is my friendly reminder that you have a week before I take matters into my own hands. I'm sending it signed for a little expensive. It just has a dash there. Or dash. A little expensive, but this way you can't weasel out by saying it got lost in the mail. I presume you still have the drink... Drinks, co- drinks coaster with my address on it. You couldn't have left it in the bar. I saw you put it into your pocket. I don't want any excuses. I don't care if it's a bad <gasps> time for you or whatever. A deal's a deal and I don't much care for Welchers. First off, we're f***ing idiots because we had it facing the wrong way the whole time. <laughs> like the information was right here. I, I turned it over and somebody turned it where the information was It wasn't was up. me. It wasn't me. I don't want it to come to that, but I but I deserve what I'm owed. If you didn't want to pay up, you shouldn't have placed such a large bet in the first place. I'm heading your way next week. If I don't have the money, maybe I'll have to make a detour to visit you. P.S. Your theater has a whole day of horror films and you didn't show. Is that Toby Hooper's 1982 classic? What's wrong with you. It's the best film ever made. What's the address on the coaster? Okay, okay, okay. You ready oh, for you it? You already know. You ready for it? Yeah. 742 Lincoln Street, Seattle, Washington. So, um, it's old Sammy Beckett. Sammy boy did it. Sammy, well, he Sammy sent the letter. All what, right. what was he mad about the movies? He said, "Why didn't you show this class, this uh, classic horror film? It's the best one ever made because that's what they were playing was classic horror fi- horror films. That's what's what on the, the poster. Movie? It doesn't say the name. It just says Toby Hooper's 1982 classic. It doesn't give a title. So we have to find the title because that has something to do with it. Yeah, like T O B E Hooper's. It was Poltergeist." Ah, uh, that makes sense. All right, we have four people being interviewed here. Oh, by the way, it was, I don't know if you read it because I kind of went in and out while you were reading, but he, um, they played a little tic-tac-toe on this. It wasn't checkers. I don't know why he said that, but there's a little tic-tac-toe 
tic-tac-toe game and he won. I don't know if they are betting on the tic-tac-toe game, but that's weird. I don't think so. Not on that. That's unless Chris is really dumb and bet a large amount of money on that. $5,000 to be exact. Yeah. So we also need to figure out what they were betting on and how that relates. Well, here's some interviews and Peyton gets to read this one because that's Godfrey Jones. Woo! All right. Record of interview for Godfrey Jones. Projectionist at... Hodgson's Theater. Detective Baker. This is Detective Alex Baker. Time is now 11.23 a.m. on Sunday, November 1st, 2015. We are in Port Abel Police Department. Interview room A. Please state your name and occupation. <coughs> Godfrey Jones. Projectionist at Hodgson's Theater. How long have you worked at Hodgson's since... 1978 started out on the concession stand then trained to be a projectionist when was that i forget when precisely early 80s but i know for (laughs) for certain that the first film i projected was rocky 3 so you were there before chris hodgins took over that's right i was hired by his dad phil (laughs) (laughs) phil phil It's Phil. What was Phil Hodgson's like to work for? He was great. He was a (laughs) he was a very lackluster answers. I didn't know where that was going. Love that man. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. He was great. He was a very warm and supportive guy. He loved Port Abel. He wanted to make sure the theater was a key part of the community. And Chris Hodgins, what was he like? Well, he was all right. But I think it lost the part of the community. Feel. Feel. Wrong emphasis there. (laughs) (laughs) He was all right. But I think it lost the part of the community feel when he took over. I mean, sure, things have been tougher since the multiplex opened outside of town. And I suppose showing classic films gave it a unique angle against the multiplex. But it's always felt like he thinks the theater is his personal plaything. Like the Halloween Horror Fest. It's kind of a vanity project, in my opinion. Showing the films he likes... I mean, do the young kids really want to see old movies from the 30s? Is the horror fest not profitable then? I don't know. <laughs> I <can't> opinions. <laughs> I don't have a part of in the finances. I think he did some slightly shady things. <laughs> shady things to bring in a bit more income to make sure the horror fest always went ahead what do you mean by shady things well black that kind of stuff Mm. really do you know he was blackmailing no (laughs) i love this man this is godfrey yes that's why i gave him that that voice how do you know he was blackmailing people then it's just a rumor going around you know how much weight do you think those rumors have well i don't know a bit it's hard to say it's hard to say all right let's move on what were you up to the night of the murder that day i was setting up the reels for both screens it's not like in the old days where you had to switch projectors over we have the machines that handle that for us now are you finding the wrong spot to emphasize 
That day, I was setting up the reels for both screens. It's not like the old days where you had to switch projectors over. We have the machines that handle that for us now. So the job isn't as intensive as it needs to be. But you've got to do a lot of preparation to make sure it's all in the right order and that it starts on time. And you've got to stick about in case the films break. That's that's what it says. That's it? No. Is that what it says? <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. It was like, and you got to stick about in case the film breaks. Yeah, what? You got to stick, stick about, about in case, case the, the film breaks. So you got to stay around. Yeah. Is he saying that's his alibi? I don't know. So you were in the projection booth the oh, entire yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so good at that. <laughs> well, I stepped out for a break every now and again. I'm not really supposed to leave the booth when the film's running, but it's never been a problem in all the time I've worked here. Do you remember anything Chris said that day? Well, I definitely remember him saying the words, you're fired. He fired you? Did he give a reason? He said he was going to move to an all digital system. Didn't need the projectionist to know about film. As in the actual film, the movie comes on. He was go gonna get a new system where you load a digital file and press the play button. Wouldn't that still require someone to work the machine though? Yeah, he said he was gonna do it himself. Cut back on the overhead, he said. I tell ya, Phil's rolling in his grave. I, well, I mean, he would if he wasn't a clump of ash in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what a man. <laughs> One final question. You wouldn't happen to know a man and a woman named Louis Cameron and Tomoko Ito, would you? Tomoko is my girlfriend. <gasps> I know Louis. Through her. We go fishing together sometimes. <laughs> We go out in the wasp. We go, we go what? We go out in the wasp. I think there's a boat of some sort. The wasp. It's Tomoko's boat. Fishing. That's all you do together? Hmm. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I let them sneak into the projection booth and watch movies for free. To be honest, it gets kind of lonely there sometimes. So it's nice to have company. And Chris didn't mind you doing this? Well... The booth is soundproof, so he didn't mind as long as we kept it a secret. Something about fire codes, I think. Thank you, Mr. Jones. No further questions. Anything more you wish to say? No. This concludes the interview. Time now is 11.31 a.m. We gather from that one. Why didn't they ask him, did he murder his boss? <laughs> Basically, well, I mean, he was fired. Yeah. <laughs> Motive. Also, he was letting in people who are pretty shady because they got no pictures. And they have yeah. boats. They have, they have boats. They have a boat. But they didn't use the boat, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> now that it's I think about it. It's just a fun fact. It's just a fun They back. go fishing on the weekends. Why <laughs> does he let in his girlfriend and this random man? She's clearly sleeping with him. Or they're all sleeping together. It's a thruple. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I just do it with the content that I read, but... In, in the projection booth. <gasps> I, uh, and on the boat. <laughs> the wasp. I know, I know, we hate for it to end now, but honestly, this took us four hours. <laughs> so, come back next week for more of Murder at the Movie Theater. Yes, someone did die.
You think they'd be tracking us? Yeah. Probably. They listen to this podcast. They do. The FBI are listening right now. <laughs> it's mainly for me. They know I own the anarchist cookbook. 